What is going on, everyone out there in the StreamYard land, I guess, if you will, from Twitter to Facebook to YouTube to ColorCast? We thank you guys so much for joining the next episode of Count the Bucket. As you can tell, we look a little bit different in the stream as you hear my computer ding a little bit. Uh, we appreciate you all joining on here. We got Ethan and Jimmy here with us from Unwrapped Sports Network, as always. I'll take this time right now as we're watching the slam dunk contest go on or the act of a slam dunk contest going on. So, Ethan, we'll start with you and let you introduce yourself. What kind of shows you got? What do you do? Your articles, just where we can find you on social media. What's up? I'm my tag on Twitter at Ethan underscore Carboni. Check that out. I write for a company called CV Review as well as for Unwrapped. I have a show called Creating Madness where we talk about college basketball. We do a live show every Thursday night, as well as we do a weekly podcast every Sunday. Make sure you check out our socials on Sunday for at ATR Madness. We always do a poll for games of the week. If you if the fans do better than John and I, we have a few more weeks left. Then they are entered into a contest for money. So, hey. be, be John and I are predicting the games of the week. There we go. And Jimmy. <laughs> I'm Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, you can follow me uh, on Twitter at uh, Jimmy Unwrapped. Um, big card, big uh, sports collector guy. I do a lot with that on my Twitter page. Uh, but uh, right now, I'm currently kind of freelancing, just doing this and that. But uh, glad to join in. Help y'all out whenever you need it. Yes. Uh, one thing I enjoy with Jimmy is uh, on his Twitter, he does the card of the day, uh, whatever he's pulled or sold, I guess. I'm not really for sure, but he always puts some type of card that he's got on there uh, of the day. And really, he's kind of got me into these cards. That's, before we jumped on here, I opened up a box of Flux, as, as you can see here, Panini Flux. If you're watching on here, if you're on ColorCast, you can't see it, but you could hear the box. There we go. But, uh, guys, again, thank you all for joining the show. Uh, Nick couldn't be with us yet again today. Hopefully next week he will be with us. I actually really enjoyed this Grant Hill card that I pulled. It's pretty sweet. But, anyways, what do you guys think so far of this All-Star break? Now, I know you two, mostly of all, in our uh, chat that we've got going on with the basketball and our unwrap, was talking about the celebrity game. I yeah. didn't get a chance to watch it. I did get to see uh, – Garrett's dunk and then his, uh, I'll say cry a little bit, scared myself to say it, of a foul when uh, I think it was Machine Kelly that fouled him on the arm. And then all yeah. of a sudden, he's, kind of he's just slapping all... all over him the whole game. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Machine Gun Kelly's going to get killed. Was we entertained <laughs> at least? Uh, somewhat. Like, it was, there was a few highlights of it that I thought were was fun to watch, but you didn't really have a whole lot of that. Uh, hidden talents that you were, you know, sometimes you see this uh, celebrity get up there and really ball out and you're like, oh my God, I didn't know they could play. <laughs> there wasn't really a whole lot of that. Like, Right, right. And we got some people, I think it's Amber on here saying that she didn't even realize it was the All-Star break, but that's okay. We're All-Star weekend. Thank you for joining the color cast. We appreciate it. And I miss you, Amber. But uh, Ethan, who did you think played the best in the celebrity game, or and the worst? I want to know both if you don't care. Miles Garrett played the best, just because obviously athleticism right there. And the worst, I forget who it was, but one of the people doing it 
airballed a layup wide open. <laughs> I I don't do that. I'm one of the most unathletic people to ever touch a basketball. Uh-huh. I can make a layup. Oh, I mean now, I mean, do you at least hit backboard or like make it? At least not airball it. I don't airball it. <laughs> okay, okay. Here we go, Jimmy. We got Marquise in here Marquise. with us. Hey, what's up, guys? How we doing, Marquise? Thank you for joining here. But uh, I, I, I honestly, and I'm going to speak from my heart here, I think the last celebrity game I actually watched was when, when Britney Spears won the number like one and a half, I think it was, one and one half when she was dating Justin Timberlake a long time ago. And I didn't even watch most of it. It was because Britney Spears was in it. She was my crush as a junior <laughs> high or high school kid. So, I mean, I guess it's entertaining and it's fun. It's comical relief, I guess. But yeah. personally, I, I just can find other things to do. Alex, uh, what was his name? Alex Troussant, the Peloton guy. Uh-huh. He, got, he got MVP and he actually played really good too. Like, oh, I was, yeah. I was right. impressed with that. I him. thought, what's this? I don't know why I'm blanking. I thought like Jack got MVP or whatever his name is. I don't know why I'm blanking on his name. Oh, Jack, Jack Harlow? No. Jack Harlow. No? No, Jack Harlow didn't. I don't think. I will be honest. I know I'm 35, about to be 36 in April. Guys, when I seen the celebrity list, I may recognize three or four yeah, names. Yeah. It's in the same boat, man. I, mean, yeah, what about I recognize six or seven. Okay, because I was like, well, maybe it's my age here. It's, you know, I've gotten a bit. Yeah. Like, I understand if you don't know some of the rappers, whatever, but it's like... Whoa, 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 whoa. Why don't you think I know rap? You know, I mean... I didn't recognize Quato, but I recognized Migos. When they associated with the Migos, I was like, oh, okay, I know who the Migos are. Okay, yeah. okay. So, like... But like I mean, you know, all influencers and stuff on like the Twitter influencers and stuff, I, I didn't know who the hell they were. Like, I, I mean, I know they're famous, and I guess technically they're celebrities. But if you're famous from TikTok or something like that, mm-hmm. I don't really consider that a celebrity. Like, I mean, you've got an app that got you famous. That's right, okay. Yeah. Like, celebrity to me is everyone's going to pretty much know who you are. It's like a an actor or something like that, not a a person who danced for 30 seconds and shake their butt and got big that way. Like, I mean, come on. But again, I know I'm old. Not that I saying I don't love TikTok. I watch it all the time. I'm addicted to the, uh, donkey horse or, and, uh, even cow hooves cleaning. Y'all ever watched that? No. Listen, I've went down the animal path apparently of TikTok where they do these things where I mean they they're cutting down all the old basically it's the nails on them and it's it's mesmerizing. But anyways, now that I'm showing how weird I really am, I'm <laughs> go on. This here Marquis down here saying, "What's crazy? People goes crazy over people that t- yeah, that's what we're talking about." I mean. My kids are four, five, and five, and there's these people that we watch on YouTube. It's actually called Shiloh and Bros. They're famous on there because they do a lot of the uh, Among Us stuff. Like, they reenact it. Like, they dress up, and they do, like, almost like a whole skit out of it. Well, they actually wrote a song that they do a video with. I want to be TikTok famous, and they're talking about getting, like, 30 likes and all this stuff. But they've got, like, millions of followers on YouTube. And I'm just sitting there thinking, like, I love them like they're hilarious and they're high school kids. And I'm sitting there thinking, wait a second, 
these are like high school kids and I'm watching from YouTube. Like this is, this is crazy <laughs> that my kids are loving. And there's probably like 10 to 15 of these people that are on the shows and my kids can know them by name. Like, Oh, that's, that's Micah. Oh, that's Joe. I'm like, how do you know them? Like, it's just this YouTube show. Like, okay. But I mean, I guess it's kind of how the world's changed a little bit. Like yeah. TikTok is a way of getting to be a celebrity. So I, I need to use it more. Ethan, what dance should I learn to uh, put on TikTok? Oh, no, I'm not on that side of TikTok. I'm on, on sport, I'm on sports TikTok and I'm on animal facts TikTok because that's actually pretty interesting. There's also oh, okay. some random crap about sharks and how they'll get attached to divers. Then they'll like kill each other because they want the attention from one diver. Damn. So oh, I'm going down the fun part of animal TikTok. You're going down the weird farming. I want to live in Arkansas or Kentucky my entire life. I live in Kentucky. <laughs> Listen, I, it's so crazy because, you know, my wife, she'll be on Facebook and stuff and where it's got those uh, uh, reels clips now. She don't even have TikTok, but it's there's TikTok videos on there. You can hear my phone going off and it's doing like the uh-oh thing and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden you can hear it on her phone like, are we watching the same video? And we're like in totally two different atmospheres on what stuff we have going on. So it's weird. One, how our phones can kind of have that. What is it? Agri- agri- rhythm to put you all into that. But anyways, let's get back to the all-star break. So uh, let's see here. Skills challenge. Were we able to catch that? Were we happy about it? I thought it was different. I, I, I like the new concept of it. It was definitely different. Um, it was fun to watch. For the most part, I was not expecting the Cavs to do as well as they did. Okay, the Cavs did win it, right? Yeah, that that one shocked me. Yeah, I really thought the rookies were going to just fly away with that one, but you know, I was kind of disappointed in how the rookies did, though. Like, I thought the rookies would would go all out, be like, "Hey, you know, we've got to prove that we're here." I felt like they were nonchalant, really. Like, they almost took their time yeah. on some of the things they did. Yeah, they were very calculated about everything. Everything was very. Uh, Pre-written, you could see like they uh-huh. like we're gonna shoot from the four and the two, four, four and the two, two. four and the two, four and four. two. Everybody just focus on the four and the two. Fuck everything else. Yeah, and then yeah. you got Giannis pulling from the three-point line. Yeah, yeah. But uh, even in the relay, Giddy, I think it was, he went not even went the right way though. You know, he just cut right through it, and of course, there's no penalty or anything like that. But I just thought the concept of the whole premise was different, and I enjoyed that part of it. Uh, I'm straight up honest with you guys. The all-star break for me, the three-point contest has always been the funnest. Uh, I'm almost done with the dunking contest as it's going on now. It's just there's only so much you can do, but, I mean, we'll back up. I'm not going to jump over a three-point contest. But the skills challenge today I thought was a lot of fun. Uh, love the Giannis brothers or the Giannis and brothers. I'm not going to try to say the last name. And uh, just the way they – on the Ant brothers. Yeah, the Ant brothers. And I like the different schemes that they had going on, even on the passing drill that they were doing. You can see the two brothers, they were interchanging with each other. And the the younger brother there, even the commentator saying, he's staying over himself because they don't want him to mess up anything because he's the younger brother. You know, they're having a good time. But uh, the but three, I- or the, uh, the last contest, the half-court shot, did you think that it would go in so fast? No, not at all. Like, I thought, you know, it'd give everybody at least five or six tries before. Yeah. You know, like, I thought 30 seconds. One rotation at least. No, not the second shot. Ethan, like, who did you think would be the one that would make it? I thought the honest, honest and his brothers were going to win it. 
I've I was leaning to Giannis, but when it was Cleveland that was up, I thought I can't think uh, Garland. That's why I was like, okay, he'll probably make it second or third shot. You know, his home court, he probably does that shot every practice, anyways. You know, it's nothing big for him. And it was the first shot, I think it was, that uh, Mobley made it, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, second shot. Yeah, Mobley. But it was his first shot. Yeah, yeah. Mobley's, Mobley's first, his shot. first shot. We got Perry on Colorcast. Thank you for joining, Perry. We appreciate that. Again, guys, if you're watching this, we appreciate it. But also download Colorcast. Hop on there. And if, while you travel, you can listen to us through the app. You can Top into the search bar USN and find everyone associated with the Unwrapped Sports Network. And it helps the bank account just a tad bit more. So check it on out, and we'd love to follow on that as well. So I wish they do the three-point contest last. Am I the only one that feels that way? Uh, yeah, I would like the dunk contest earlier. How about you, Ethan? I want the dunk contest last, assuming it's going to be good. Yeah, if it's good. If it's good, then yes, last. But, like, lately, like you said, the three-point contest has been the best. Like, when I think dunk contest, I think entertaining. Michael Jordan, Vince Carter, Zach Levine, Aaron yeah. Gordon. I don't think of Jalen Green, Obadiah Toppin. Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony. Like, and then I'm not even sure who the Warriors player is. Don't get me wrong. I haven't watched a whole lot of NBA this year. You know, I'm focused more on the college, but right. is that like players that actually try on both sides of the floor? <laughs> Respectfully. But yeah. I, when I watch a dunk contest, I want to see it be you showing off your entire uh, entirety of your athleticism. Jump yeah. over a car. Okay. What if, what if I just have someone throw it off the backboard, I go in between my legs twice, and then dunk it? And okay, Oh, or earlier today, what if we just jump over someone wearing Tim's? Like, some of these dogs have gotten worse and worse and worse. Congratulations for, like, getting nominated to do them. Right. It was even crazy, too. Like, Bleacher Report broke on my phone here news that Cole Anthony wore the boots. That's ridiculous. And I'm like, but it took two or three times to dunk it, didn't it? Like, he didn't get it first time clean. Yeah, and even his last dunk, his final dunk, wasn't really all that spectacular. So, I mean. It was like, yeah, he dunked it. I almost feel like the dunk contest has come to be just straight up who's got the coolest props. Yeah, basically. Like, I'm, and I'm still watching stuff going on here. And my my TV's behind. Like, Cole Anthony's still trying to do, I think, his last dunk. He's, he's made a, a pass to the ghost man on the block four times now, I think. Let's see here. Throwing it up here. You see, I'm watching the finals Anyways. already. Oh, have you? Okay, he just did a, a pass lob to himself, the 360, and he misses the dunk twice now. So, I mean, he's out. I just, woohoo, he wore boots. Congratulations, you know? <laughs> like, I think back, and, and I'm not trying to be old school on this, but I think back, you know, Michael Jordan running from the free throw line dunk. Like, that is just a patent moment that no one would ever forget. My favorite moment is probably Vince Carter sucking his, sticking his arm in the rim. Yeah, Another yeah. great moment is probably Blake Griffin jumping over the car, which was more for Kia's advertising on there. But then another moment, it was when Dwight Howard said, hold up, bring out a 12-foot goal, and he dunked it clean on it. He should have got more points because no one's ever dunked a 12-foot goal. But now it's like 
Let's get a mascot from the Magics to buzz around. Let me jump off a of him, push off a of him, and dunk. Let's take off four different jerseys. Let's honor somebody with this random jersey and then go undunk. Like, I just think it's gotten so so scripted in a way. Like, it's almost like a playbook, or a uh, you almost got to do a play on this, not a playbook. Like, you, you've got to tell a storyline. Like, okay, wow, he did this. I understand what he's doing here. It's just. It's getting kind of old, I think. And how can you outdo other dunks? Like the only way you can do them better is to make them look easier or jump higher and to m- make them look so much more fluently like that. Other than that, it's just all repeats. Like what else can you do? I mean, I when I think of the best like dunks, I always think of Vince Carter's. Like, exactly. like I don't know how many years he was actually even did the dunk contest, but it, it feels like 50. <laughs> it feels like I can remember like 50 of his like greatest dunks during the slam dunk contest. That reverse 360 like, was great. The dude was just incredible. And we spoke, we talked earlier about, you know, after that, it just kind of turned into doing it better, mm-hmm. doing it with more fireworks every single time. So, Fireworks. I really didn't. Yeah, we need more fireworks. That's what we wait. Need. We might see fireworks now. Flamethrowers. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, I, I want to see someone jump through fire. That would get. That would be entertaining. Or be right in on a hoverboard and jump off the hoverboard and dunk the ball. Like, let's get no, creative. No. Let's hang, get glide, so hang glide from the rafters to the net. And don't I want to see someone there. do a handstand. Hold the ball with their feet and then jump with their hands and dunk it. Like, I mean, it, it's getting crazy. But again, some of the stuff that they do, like this dunk right here that they're finally doing for me, for the Golden State guy, again, I can't remember his name. Uh, it, that was actually the uh, Vince Carter dunk, the reverse 360 windmill. I mean, that's a beautiful dunk. But even seeing it, it's been done before, you know, like when Vince pulled it off, you thought, wow. And it was so much more cleaner too. But that's why personally I like the three point contest because it's actually a it's a a tense contest. Let me say it that way. Like these guys, you know, they're just getting out there dunking. Then you'll have the commentators, which I've got it muted, will be like, Oh, their legs getting tired now. Oh, it's important. You got to get that clean dunk first because after you jump two or three times, your legs are getting uh, less strength in them and you can't pull off that third or fourth dunk later on in the rounds. When you're doing three point contests, you just go out there and shoot your time. You got to get it done. And then you sit, you know, it's like, okay, this is where you're at. You've got to try to compete. That's why I like it. It's more tense. It's more uh, anxious. It makes me, I guess. So I wish the three point, I think more people like the three point contest better. Do you think if we got I don't want to say better name people in this to be disrespectful or anything, but you know, LeBron James has never been in a dunk contest. Like, do we want bigger superstars? Like what if Giannis was in this LeBron James was in this? I'm not saying, um, I don't want to say bigger superstars, but players that are known for dunking. Right. Like Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, throw these, throw those. Well, two back in I mean, Levine's been in it for so many years. So, I mean, I, I feel like it's the same reason why we didn't have Stephen Curry in the three point contest. Like after a while, it's like, okay, we've got to have fresher blood. I feel like that also, he's gotten kind of cold ever since he broke the record, but. Mm-hmm. 
I'm just yeah, now seeing Toppin's dunk here. I think a lot of the superstars probably just don't want to have anything to do with it either. Like they want to use this as a time to go visit with my family or time for me to go on vacation. Or I think a lot of the superstars and you see like even on the uh, all-star team, like LeBron and KD aren't playing. Right. Right. So they're just the captains. So they can just kind of sit back and enjoy their break and pretend to tell a bunch of guys what to do. So, right. Well, of course, LeBron's going to play, but KD is not. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, KD's hurts why he's not playing. Oh, okay. I was thinking they were just captains. No, 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 no. No, they're actually playing. They're, they're team captains. They're still playing. Okay. Oh, Matt on uh, ColorCast says, we need more creativity on these events. I don't know, Matt. I almost feel like creativity is almost – getting too too what's the word I'm looking for here almost getting too uh, characteristic almost too cartoonish in a way like it's almost maybe more organized uh, if you had it more in an organized way like everybody had like a set kind of things they had to do kind of like the skills challenge where they had the moving targets and stuff like that if you had something similar for the dunk contest that everybody had to go through then maybe it'd be more interesting but I'm what just, do you think if they had to do a script like okay here's your dunk you have to do the first round instead of the creativity like you have to do a windmill and then yeah. all three of them do it okay who did it the best that would that would be easier to score for sure I, I, I mean, Jimmy just saw who won, I think. But Okay, right now it's going Anderson and, and Toppin, Toppin for me. It's going to the final. But I'm sure Bleacher Report will break it way before my TV does. So if y'all want to go ahead and say who won, go ahead. Oh, Obi Toppin. Okay, good. That's who I was hoping. So. I don't, I don't get it. If you, Like the guy before him, like, missed all his attempts and got a 30. Like, I'm sorry, if we're putting in people that are going to be missing their dunk attempts, what are we really doing this for? Right. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm even more disappointed about watching it when it does come up because I didn't realize that you all were that far ahead of me and you all didn't even, like, express anything on your all's face. Like, oh, wow. It was just (laughs) – I think we just seen who won, guys. Like, I mean, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Like, at least in the three-point contest, you could actually see people getting excited as Carl Anthony Towns, a big man, was drilling so many in a row. The crowd, oh, 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 you know, and they're getting into it. But I'm watching you two, and it's like, yeah. yeah. There was a dunk earlier that – I forget who it was, but there was a dunk earlier, and the guy missed it. But had he not missed it, I was right on the verge of that, oh, man, there uh-huh. we go. But, like, then he missed it. I was just like right. – a lot of the shots that were made, a lot of the dunks that were made were just the last minute, just get a dunk in kind of. <laughs> but I don't really know how you get over the creativity thing. Like I said, if if you just leave the creativity up to the players, uh-huh. I think we've seen okay. that. I'm sorry, uh, CJ. I was actually t- texting there asking if they were even impressed. And CJ in our color cast now, I mean, it said it was pretty much garbage. 
I mean, good for Obi as well. I agree. That's who else for is topping just because this brother plays for Kentucky. I just anymore, man. It's just let me just have more three point contests. Like I want to see both ends players going at it, and then just. I mean, that's a, that's a good dunk. Don't get me wrong. Like, he taps it off the glass and kind of gets that weird backward spin on it going in. So, it's it's not a bad dunk. So that's like a first-round dunk, though. That's yeah. like what I want to yeah, see. That's not like what for, you want to see as a final. Right. Like, if we're seeing – we didn't see a dunk it over a 47. Really? So, there was no 50s? No. No. That's like, crazy. In the last, in the final round, the Anderson didn't even complete a dunk. Nope. Yeah. So basically, Top and Ollie had to go up there and dunk the ball. Yeah, basically, he just had to go up there and dunk it. He, to, he, he already won the first round. Mm-hmm. Like he just needed to. You do nothing to get to thirty. You're still winning by six points. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I just I feel like the the dunk contest can be great, and it was great, and it should be great. Don't get me wrong. I almost think it would be cool to pull in some of these professional dunkers, like the street dunkers, you know, that you've yeah. got uh, uh, that one guy you see on TikTok or Twitter. I don't know his name. Blue hair or something like that. I mean, if he could come on there. Hey, here's an idea. What you know, I was talking about scripting it out. You know, like you, this is your dunk that you have to do. What if you played horse? There you go. Now, I like I that. Kinda, I kind of like that idea. Yeah, or play dunk. And so bring, in, bring in that guy, the guy that does the doctor dunks or whatever he is. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. That's what I want to see, actually. Bring him in and play. You yeah. have to play horse against him. Every one of you all have to play horse against him. And therefore, it doesn't have to be clean, but you just have to pull it off. And that yeah. actually, I think, would be entertaining. Like, oh, wow, he did that. Now you got to do it. Yeah. You've never practiced that, and you pulled it off. Awesome. Instead of 15 minutes of them adjusting the ball in somebody's hand. Yes, or throwing it up in the air 15 times. Like, yeah. who ever invented that? And I did it, too, growing up. You know, you always throw it up high as you can, run up there, and then you grab it, and you act like you're going to dunk it, and you just lay it in on the backboard. <laughs> why is that a thing? Like, why do we do that? Why don't we just run up with the ball and then just do our thing then? Because, Ethan, no offense, but you, you said so yourself. You're the most unor- unathletic person ever. Have you ever done that in PE, too? Get you a ball, throw it up in the air, run up to the – to yeah, the block and jump and tip it in. Yeah, of course. Why do we do that? Like, what does that help? Nothing. I don't know. Just seeing how high you can jump? I guess. <laughs> I guess. So I want to hear from some of you guys out here on the ColorCast that are joining in. And, again, appreciate you guys that are in here. We've talked about this. In case you haven't joined or you're just now joining in, we want to spice up the dunking contest. So we want to see them instead of doing what we're doing now, which is pitiful. Your dunk is basically garbage until you finally put it in the hole and, you know, 15th try or whatever. I want to see them play horse. I want to hear what you guys think. Leave a comment here. Let's see a horse dunk where a horse dunk. That just sounds weird. Let's, let me hear what you all think about. Basically, follow the leader dunk is what I'm trying to say when I'm saying horse. Oh, yeah, right here. Anderson just went up and jumped and basically kissed the rim but never dunked it. This is pitiful. <laughs> so, like, say us three are in it. I wonder if 
See, the only thing is they have about four people or four or five people dunk it, so I don't know how you could play horse the whole time on that. I, I'm scrolling through Twitter right now, and I'm seeing a quote from a YouTuber I used to watch. All jokes aside, this is the worst NBA slam dunk contest I've ever watched in my entire life. I, I thought last year's was kind of bad too, but this year it looks awful. But, yeah, I definitely – I want to see them, and I want to hear if anybody else thinks that that would be cool to do like a follow the leader or a horse dunk where you get your letters or pig or dog or dunk, whatever you want to do. That way, it's a little more spontaneous. It's a little more challenging because everyone has to try to mimic, and then I think it gets more charismatic by that. Like, okay, what'd you do? Okay, I've got to do this. And, you know, you can see them out there hitting on each other, laughing about it being more personable. I think that would actually be kind of fun. See, that technically wasn't a clean dunk, what that Anderson just did. <sighs> Headed into the All-Star game tomorrow, I'm looking at, like, the, according to Bleacher Report, the over-under is 321 and a half. What basketball game have we ever seen where a total score has been above 270 in, like, our lifetime? That was like a triple overtime. Well, last year, what was it, 130, 140? Let's see here. Josh has got a comment in here in the YouTube channel. says, 10 dunkers, one round instantly becomes better than this. I agree. 100%. I agree. Josh, I don't know if you heard me. I'm going to ask you too since you made a comment here and you might just join. What do you think about like doing a horse-style dunk contest where you have to follow the leader or you have to mimic the, the guy in front of you? Because I think that would spice it up a little bit, make it more at least entertaining because I'm sorry. And you get one chance, too. Like, I don't think you should be able to go up there and jump and jump and jump. Maybe two chances. If you don't dunk, you get to go back and try again because it should be something fresh or something new in what you're trying. So, say Jimmy went up and did a 360 behind the back between the legs, dunked two hits. Absolutely. That's right. And then I get to go up there. (laughs) and try it out, you know, and I go and jump. Oh, my footwork wasn't correct, so I didn't try to dunk it. Let me go back. I get one more chance to figure out my gathering, and if I don't, I get the letter H. Yeah. And then, of course, I guess, Ethan, if it was us three in it, you get to basically go first or create your own dunk, and then Jimmy would just have to go. I guess we'd just do it the way it, way it always would be, the way horses played. Josh says on YouTube, love that. Also, I think the shot clock has to come back. I agree. I don't know why the shot clock ever went away. Yeah. Like, I mean, I understand it in a way, but at the same time, this is taking forever. Yeah. Like, it's it's ridiculous just sitting there watching them set up and set up and set up, and it's like, just get on with it. Either you got it or you don't. Exactly. What about – uh? oh, he. I see what you're saying about kissing it off the glass now that time. What do you all think about the extra balls that they added in for the three-point contest? Because each time it's one point, and then they had the two that was worth three points. Now, the money rack, that they do that every year, right? The money ball, yeah, or the money ball. They Well, I think the way it goes is you got the five money balls, and you can place the money ball anywhere. Yeah. And a lot of times they've been putting them on their own, one rack. Yeah. Okay, so I think they did that again because, like, I saw – like there was a few times I saw where they had like the money rack, mm-hmm. but then they had the green balls. The they green had balls, yeah, the Mountain Dew balls. Yes, 
Yeah. So I think those were worth three. Yep. Did you like that adding to it? Yeah, I thought it was fun. It was fun to watch. Um, like I said, the biggest the biggest change I saw was the skills challenge, but the uh, the three point contest seemed pretty much other than the uh, Mountain Dew balls. Uh, it seemed pretty much the same to me, honestly. As any other three point contest I've seen. I love it. Josh obviously didn't catch the first part of the show because he's saying exactly what we already talked about, and I love it. So he's basically agreeing with us. He said the three-point contest is the best even at this point. Yeah. I love the Mountain Dew ball because it shows the range, which I agree, should be the event to end the night. And we were talking about that earlier, how I kind of feel like the three-point contest should be the last because there's actually intense. It actually has some game competition in it. Uh, you know, you're playing for something. I will didn't, say this. Or uh, didn't a uh, cat drop both of his uh, Mountain Dew balls? I know he made at least one. I'm not for sure about the second one. I thought he was made. I thought he made both. Uh, what I think is funny is one, he's a power forward, and he beat these guards. But I do like the range, like Josh is saying. But I don't know as much as three points on it, or adding a couple more. To me, it's the best already. Don't do too much to it to make it go bad. If anything, I'd like to back it up more and make it like a challenging shot that you have to almost waste time to go to where maybe it's a five point from half court where it's like, okay, I've got to catch up. I'm going to go for it or I'm not going to touch it at all because I want to make sure I get all these balls in. I would like something like that. What about you all? I think that I like the idea of having it not necessarily half court, but like from the logo that we like see players do in game is I feel like half court, that's a bit unrealistic. That's not really showing your true shooting. But if you do yeah. like right at the logo, that's more realistic. Maybe okay. If you want to put it at five points, sure. But I like the idea of putting it more like right at the logo versus half court. I'm with you on that. I'll give you that. Josh now saying that. Uh, he hit both shots in the second round. So you are right there, Jimmy. Uh, Giddy carried the rookies in the skills challenge, rookie of the year. I thought Moby or Mobley did pretty good. Uh, I did think Giddy did well. I'm excited about this rookie class. I don't know who's going to be the superstar, but I, I really like those three guys. Cunningham uh, won the rising star MVP, and then we got Mobley here and then even Giddy in that as well. So I think it could be interesting. Yeah, I, I really like the Rising Stars Challenge, too. I watched some of that yesterday. I didn't watch the final, but I watched all the lead-up games before I went to bed. And uh, there was, like you said, there's a lot of promise there. Desmond Bain was impressive. Uh, yeah. Precious Chua, Lamelo Ball. I mean, even Tyrese Maxey was doing good last night. Yes. So, yeah, I think, there's, I think there's a lot of uh, potential still yet. Definitely so, which is funny that I mentioned to you all about wearing the jersey. And just now, again, guys, my satellite's very delayed. Now he has a Quincy Richardson jersey on. Like, they have to do this. It's almost predictable now what they do. Did y'all ever play the uh, NBA, I don't know if it's 2K or live, where you could actually do the dunk contest and you can make it the guy do the front flip and then catch it off, like, the, the camera and dunk it? Uh-huh. Okay, it may be way before – well, we're the same age, Jimmy, but yeah, way before Ethan's time for sure, but I'm waiting for stuff like that to happen. There, 
Was it kind of like the uh, NFL backyard thing? No, no, no. It was uh, just like they would do an all-star break where you could do that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Let's see here. Sorry about that. It said something interrupted our color cats for a second. I was trying to figure out what happened, but I think we're good now. Yeah, we're still going. All right. Well, guys, honestly, there's not much to cover back the all-star break. I really think we covered it all. We're just here. Let's see here. Josh said something here. Heading to bed, fellas. Use code Gen Z, Gen Z on underdog to double your first deposit up to $100. Love y'all. Josh, appreciate that, man. Thank you. Uh, sure. It's the all-star break. I kind of feel like this episode was just going to be uh, nonchalant, hang out, not really do too much. I know, Ethan, you've already said that you don't watch too much of the NBA. Since we're kind of at the mid-break, is there any bold predictions of who's going to win maybe the MVP or who's going to, who do you all think might win the finals? DeRozan for MVP, Bulls to win the finals. Say that again. DeRozan, DeRozan MVP, MVP, Bulls win the finals. Okay, Wow. Is this because we a Chicago fan or something? Maybe. Uh, I mean, okay, that's fine. What about you, Jimmy? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Charlotte and Mellow. There we go. I like it. Let's say I Charlotte like Mellow. All right. Well, guys, if you want to go ahead and say another a round of where we can find you guys, what you guys got going on, we will go ahead and call this show quits for the night. Ethan, you or Jimmy, you want to go first? We'll go backwards. Yeah, at Jimmy Unwrapped on Twitter. Uh, check me out. Do part of the day. Break break cards a lot. Uh, anything. Uh, really freelance, like I said earlier. Just kind of freelancing, doing whatever I mean needed to do right now. But uh, Jimmy, I'm waiting for you to start a show with cards. Like working on it. We're definitely working on starting a show about uh, cards and memorabilia, sports memorabilia. And I wanted to make it more about sports in general and just how that relates to what that means for your collectibles. Because honestly, I'm trying to get into collecting cards and stuff. I mean, as you can see, some of my boxes that I've got here. But what kills me is I don't know what really are good cards to buy as far as opening. Like this Flux, never heard of, but I've heard now that they're a part of Panini that's kind of branched off trying to be their own box. You know, you've got your mosaics, you've got your illusions that I've got up here too, I think, but like what are their values? You know, you've got your chromes and stuff like that and see, I'm trying to get into more baseball since I have a baseball show as well. You know, you got your Bowman with your Bowman chromes, but see your Walmart carries like a Bowman platinum. I've never heard of Bowman platinum. I don't know if that's even worth buying or not. Right. So, I mean, it'd be great for somebody to kind of do an educational part of cards, I think. I at least would tune in. Yeah. Have you ever watched uh, Sports uh, Sports Card Investor? Yeah, yeah. I, have some. I mean, his shows are like 20, 25 minutes long, but I'll sit there and just listen to him or turn him on a background noise for me and kind of chime into him because he's a little educational with his stuff, and I enjoy that. Yeah, and I'd love to get into that and like uh, just go because like there's constantly new products coming out. It'd, it'd be great to have somebody just to say – Hey, here's the new product. Here's what you can expect from it. Yes. Because like so many times, like I don't know until I break it and I'm like, oh, okay, this is crap. Or right. it'd be nice to just somebody be like, hey, this is basically what they look like. And this is about the kind of value you can expect. Exactly. And that's like, I didn't realize that. Uh, let me think. What was it? 
Oh, Bowman, even talking about that, I watched a big thing on the Bowman with him, that there's different times that they release Bowman stuff. There's Bowman draft, which apparently is only the like players that are getting drafted, like the young high school players and stuff like that. And then there's a first edition, I think, and a second edition, what they call it. So it's almost like when they first start out and then once that some of these rookies get called up, they'll make a second edition where they make rookie cards of them. Like, who would have known this? So, I mean, sometimes it's not even really smart to buy these boxes because you're not going to be getting anyone right. that you thought you were going to be getting. So right. I think an informative show would be great. Hint, hint, <laughs> hint. Working on it. Good. Trying to, trying to get something going there. All right, Ethan, let's hear from you now. Just like it says on the screen, at Ethan underscore Carboni on Twitter. I have all my stuff in my bio. Go check it all out. It's a lot of fun. College basketball season's coming to an end soon. We got conference tournament, the first one starting in nine days. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, I'm ready for some March Madness content. That's for oh, sure. Man. Can't believe it's already here. Oh, my goodness. Bracketology coming out. <laughs> As always, guys, you can find me MD Lawson00 on pretty much any social platform there is. You can go to any of those bio and find my link tree and finds everything for me. Go follow us at Count Bucket USN for Twitter. Also, go check out Backstop Banter on Twitter as well. That's my second show on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, where it's straight up everything baseball. We appreciate everything that you guys follow us on there. And again, go to YouTube as you've seen Josh on all these comments. And it, on that would be Unwrapped Sports Network, where we have everything there. Also, we've got our Backstop Banter page as well, or channel on YouTube as well. And lastly, if you listen to anything I say, download ColorCast. Get that app on your phone. And it's only for uh, iPhone users right now. Sorry. But download that. Listen to us on there while you drive and contact with us. You can leave us comments and everything. We really do appreciate that. You can type in on the search bar USN and find everyone with the Unwrapped Sports Network and give us all a follow. We appreciate that. Go check us out tomorrow. We will be on the podcast. We do appreciate that. Thank you guys so much. Y'all have a good one. Later.